Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 2011 film, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, in its 4K edition. So for Amazon Prime Day this year, I didn't buy hardly anything. But one of the things I grabbed was all of the Planet of the Apes movies for about 30 bucks, a little over 30 bucks. Um, all nine of them, like the original five, uh, the Tim Burton one, and the three newer ones, including Blu-ray and 4K for the three newer ones. Biggest selling point for me is I have the three newer ones on Blu-ray, but I didn't have them on 4K, so this was an opportunity. Plus, I didn't have the original movie, so I'm going to go all through them and do a long Planet of the Apes review. The reason I'm doing this particular podcast and why I rewatched the movie this week is because it came up in my memories this week that 12 years ago, I was sitting in a theater watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't realize it had been 12 years. Wow. And rewatching this film, the short version is... Wow, how come when we talk about reboots, remakes, and restarting franchises, nobody mentions this one anymore? I remember how big it was at the time. It was a $93 million movie, give or take, and it went on to gross about half a billion, almost $500 million. That's a huge success for Fox and restarted the franchise that had been dead for decades. Well, Tim Burton tried, but that movie failed for many reasons. I'll get to it when I... I haven't watched that movie since it came out. This is the first time I've owned a copy of it, so I can't wait, kind of, to watch it. The Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the Apes. There was a bunch of misfire kind of things in that movie from what I remember. But anyway, I digress. So I popped this in. The reviews in the 4K forums and stuff are that the, the newer trilogy is just not the best example of what 4K can do. They are in 4K. They um, do have HDR, but like they didn't redo the soundtracks. This movie has a 5.1 lossless soundtrack, which was good. It was good, but it didn't blow me away. Um, I also last night watched the second movie, um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Better video, better sound, but we'll get to that in the next podcast. I don't think people remember how good this movie really was. Rupert Wyatt directed it. Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver wrote the script. They continue to write through on. It's premise suggested by the original book. Now, I recently watched, when I got this set, there is a over two-hour documentary with Roddy McDowell on the original five movies and how they changed the book to make the movies viable. They just didn't have the money to do. In the original book, the apes have technology, and they're flying around, and they're doing everything that humans can do. And the idea in the original Planet of the Apes to take it more primitive was, one, a budgetary concern, but two, actually made sense and, and worked for the long-running series that's been going on. There were lots of changes from the book to the movie, but the movie's iconic, the original, the the next four were kind of echoes of that then you had the uh, tim burton misfire and then you've got these and i'm telling you watching it now this is the way to reboot restart or do a prequel to a franchise because this movie is all of that and more now the original movies won academy awards for their makeup and the still watching it today the makeup is fantastic they went all digital with this motion capture this is when Andy Serkis really took off. And it's amazing. 
Even to this day, 12 years later, the special effects are good. There's a few things that are a little light. There's a few things that are a little soft, especially in 4K blown up on a big screen, bigger screens than we had back then. But it looks good. It sounds good. And it's a quality science fiction thriller that starts, you know, he's trying to find a, James Franco. It's nice to see him in a role where he's not stoned. Not that I have a problem with people being stoned, but most of his roles, he plays the stoner friend, the stoner whatever, you know. And this one, he's clear. He's a scientist. He's working hard to save John Lithgow, his father, from Alzheimer's. And he's working on an Alzheimer's drug. And it has a side effect. You know, it makes an ape intelligent. Um, And there's some tragic things that happen. This is, when I was watching it, I said, this feels like quality 20th century Fox science fiction. They made a few movies over the years that were not quite the 2001 level, but everything from Fantastic Voyage to The Fly, they have made some quality science fiction kind of reboots. And I, I really don't think they get enough credit for that either. Sure, they've made a lot of bad ones, but, and they let the X-Men franchise. And anyway, So, Watching this movie, I was amazed at the acting. Uh, You've got not only John Lithgow and James Franco, but Brian Cox. Tom Felton plays a totally despicable guy. Uh, He's from the Harry Potter movies, if you didn't know. And like I said, Andy Serkis really came into his own in these films. Wow, does he do an amazing job with the motion capture. I'm glad we're finally appreciating that because the emotions that they bring with the eyes and the facial expressions and the mannerisms, it's, it's amazing work. It's acting. It really is. So I'll give him that. But watching this movie now, wow, it's a quality film, a good version of Planet of the Apes that kind of reboots things or maybe gives us a starting point for where all this happened. And the way it ends is your typical 70s downbeat kind of dark ending. Things kind of end on a positive note. And then over the credits, you realize that somebody was, well, I don't want to give anything away if you haven't seen it, but you should have seen it by now. It's 12 years old. Anyway. I like how it ends and the second movie picks up right there, which is perfect. And then it fast forwards about 10 years. I like the second one even better. But I really was excited to do the podcast ever watching this movie. It's been at least a decade since I watched it. I watched it in the theater. I watched it when I got the Blu-ray. Probably haven't watched it since then because I remembered it being good and I remembered the story pretty well. But watching it now, there's lots of little things I missed and lots of little things I appreciated more now. Where the movie goes, where it takes us, and the entire story it tells. And the movie's fairly short. It was not a two-hour film. It was like an hour and 40 minutes, hour and 45 minutes. So, yes, the second and third movies get quite longer and more deep, and there's more to them. And I was amazed with the second movie on how much it's mostly a digital ape film. There are some people in it, some really great actors in it, too. But anyway, if you haven't watched this trilogy in a long time, Pop it in. These are great. I mean, not just good. Great. We kind of lump all the Planet of the Apes movies in. And when you go back and watch the originals, they get cheesier and cheesier as you go. The first one's a classic. The second one's pretty good. And then it's, well, anyway, I'm going to rewatch them. We'll get to that. And again, I won't get started on the Tim Burton movie until I rewatch it. Maybe I remember it wrong. Maybe it's wonderful. The new trilogy is really great. What they did, they kept the same producers, mostly the same team, and made three movies. They're making a fourth one. If you didn't, if you're not part of the geek crowd, there's a new one coming next year that will tell the story of Cornelius, Caesar's son. 
And I'm pretty stoked if they do it as well as they did. I'm not saying they have to get the same people to do it. I mean, this is 11 years later, and maybe we can do more with it. But given the type of technology we had at the time and the filmmaking and all that and how much money they spent on it, I mean, this was a $93 million movie. Um, You know, what will they do today? It could be amazing. Anyway, very impressed with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That is how you reboot, restart, and do a prequel to a franchise and do all of that justice without pissing off the fans of the originals. It doesn't poop in the face of any of the originals. You know, sorry to use a monkey euphemism. Um, It was great. The quality of acting is thoroughly fantastic throughout. Like I said, state-of-the-art special effects for the time that hold up today. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is a win. Do you need it on 4K? Mm, this is the second one. Yes, for sure. That was there were some scenes, some close-ups and stuff. It's a 2K upconvert, which most of these older movies were. Are um, it would be nice if they went back to the original film and got us a 4K scan, but they would probably have to redo the special effects. And I don't know that that is going to be viable these days. We'll see what they do with AI and things like that. But anyway. Do you need to upgrade if you already own it on Blu-ray? No. If you got it on a streaming service, no, it's probably fine. Um, But the 4K is not bad. And if you get the set, you can buy the set, just the trilogy of new stuff, when it's on sale for about $16.99 to about $20. Not bad for three 4K movies. They get better in quality as they go, as far as picture and audio quality. Movie quality we'll discuss in the next podcasts. But Rise of the Planet of the Apes, again, It's a four and a half star flick. It is well acted, well put together. It keeps you entertained. It takes you on a ride. It takes you on a journey. It introduces you to a mythology and a universe that you are familiar with, but in a new way from the beginnings of it, that kind of thing. Um, I loved it. I think it's great. I think it's better than all of the other Planet of the Apes movies, except maybe the first one. And we could make an argument there, but the first one's great. It's a classic. Can't touch that, right? Without that, we wouldn't have all the rest. So check it out. If you haven't watched it in years, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, it's a very high recommendation for me. 4K also gets a high recommendation, but not my highest. We'll reserve that for, man, that Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon transfer was amazing. Anyway, uh, coming up, we'll have another Planet of the Apes review up very soon. So thanks for listening. Have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.